0: Because there's more to the game than just the score, we bring you this episode of Beyond the Scoreboard, a podcast from Henry County Schools Athletics.
1: Welcome to this episode of Henry County Schools Athletics, Beyond the Scoreboard. I'm Kelly Smith, Athletics Coordinator for Henry County Schools, and I am pleased to introduce you to two ADs from the Union Grove cluster. We have Dr. Pete Mulvane from Union Grove High School and Mr. Steve Spurl from Union Grove Middle School. Gentlemen, I have just given you the two-second introduction. I would like for you to share with me a little bit about yourselves, your background in education and coaching, and what got you to this point of being an athletic director. Dr. Mulvane, we'll begin with you.
2: All right. Thanks, Kelly. Um, I am brand new at Union Grove this year, um, hired in the middle of the pandemic and uh, have taken over and learned a lot already. Uh, Prior to being at Union Grove, I was an assistant principal at Locust Grove Middle School for the last three years. Uh, Before that, I taught and coached there for several years. Uh, I coached several things, but primarily football. And uh, in 2016, uh, as you alluded to just a moment ago, I did complete my doctorate in uh, teacher leadership. And uh, I I've, I've really feel like I've been working my entire career to get to this point, and I feel very blessed to be at Union Grove, and it's just been an amazing blessing so far.
1: Well, and Dr. Mulvane, I was... Uh, privileged to be on the hiring committee that actually selected you and um, you're being very humble in the in the moment and we were quite impressed with not only your leadership and the initiatives that you had created in your previous position but your passion for athletics and what brought you to back to athletics from coaching to school administration and back around so we appreciate you thank you for being here today and thank you for what you do for our athletes and we have Mr. Steve Sproul from Union Grove Middle. Let us hear a little bit about yourself.
0: Thank you for having me today Kelly. Um, As she said my name is Steve Sproul. Uh, This is my 27th year uh, in education and teaching and coaching. Um, This is my fourth year at Union Grove Middle School uh, where I serve as athletic director and also coach football and basketball there. Uh, Prior to uh, coming to Union Grove, um, I was at Newton High School for nine years where I coached a variety of sports and also served as a high school athletic director for six years. Um, My background is uh, in coaching. Uh, I I love uh, connecting with kids and the opportunity uh, that athletics provides to, um, to improve that student. Um, it is definitely a blessing to, um, work in the Union Grove district. Um, I live here and it's my passion to see this, uh, improve in every way that it can. Thank you.
1: Well, and Steve, you bring so much to the table, having that experience as a high school athletic director and coach and in bringing that to middle school athletics as well. I know I've leaned heavily on you in my transition into this role with what you, um, your knowledge of middle school athletics and middle school athletics in Henry County, but also being able to identify you at the high school level and, and you knowing the importance of, uh, where we're going with that middle school athlete and how we're trying to transition him or her into the high school scene.
2: And Kelly, just to piggyback on what you just said a little bit, it's been it's been outstanding for me to have Coach Spruill next door. Uh, tapping into his knowledge with the Union Grove cluster and his experience as a previous high school AD has been uh, uh, something I've, I've not taken for granted.
1: That's wonderful, and that is one of the things that, as a county athletic department, we certainly um, impress to be of great importance is the relationship between the ADs in the cluster. You are working within the same community, and, Steve, you're sending those athletes to the high school, and we would like for that to be an experience that is positive, that keeps them involved in athletics, and also prepares them for the demands of both the high school academics and the athletics
0: yeah and that's um, I'm glad you brought that up that's one of the things that we've really tried to focus on the last couple of years is that transition that eighth graders are making to the high school Um, as you guys mentioned I have uh, experience at the high school and that was always the absolute toughest year was that ninth grade year where students transition into uh, more responsibility um, and athletes in particular are trying to balance uh, additional academic responsibilities with trying to play their sport. And, um, you know, we've really focused in on trying to prepare those eighth graders and talking to them about what it looks like, uh, talking about what it means to be eligible beyond just uh, first semester, uh, talking about the academic really uh, focusing in so that if they do have the desire to play college Uh, athletics that they understand that the grades that they make as a ninth grader count the same as they do when they're a senior. So uh, that's been a point of emphasis for us the last couple of years.
1: You know it's funny that that you would speak to that because uh, I recall back to my first year hired in the county I actually was a teacher at Union Grove Middle School coaching at the high school and then transitioned in the next year over to the high school. And so one of the students that I had in class as an eighth grader came into my room uh, about December time frame and said, oh, Miss Kelly, I just want you to know that you guys weren't kidding. You told us, but we didn't believe you. And he, we made a believer out of him there in his freshman year. But unfortunately, some students don't transition well and um, they lose some time in their freshman year or they don't get the strong start that they need to academically that could impact them on the back end. And so that middle school experience is so valuable in in teaching that. And I know that the guidelines and requirements for middle school athletics is one that emphasizes the eligibility piece. And even though they're not accruing credits towards graduation in eighth grade um, or even in seventh grade as a middle schooler, they are – having to remain eligible and there's a great emphasis placed on that and I know that our ADs and our coaches do a great job of imparting that on them and when they have to sit that sometimes that's a lesson that's learned early that doesn't impact them later on so again very important relationship between the middle school and the high school ADs we emphasize the importance of that and getting to know one another and working together as you do share some of your facilities and you certainly transition athletes from one level to the other. So we've spoken a lot about the middle school, high school connection. The thing that you two share is the Union Grove community. And this episode is about that community connectiveness and the importance of that. And, you know, we want to focus on positives and opportunities this year. That is kind of our focus and our goal. However, there are some challenges in this time where even though students are allowed back in school five days a week, and athletes certainly have been back on campus and involved since mid-June for high school, mid-July, or mid-August or mid for middle school, still some students choose to be remote. And so we have to work extra hard this year to be connected with our communities overall. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. And um Let's talk normal times. In a normal year, you guys tell us some ways that the Union Grove cluster connects with your community.
0: Well, um, I'll speak to that about some of the things that we do at the middle school that um, I've just been – uh, overly impressed with the first thing um, is is the relay for life that we do at, at the middle school and the reason I mentioned that in connection with our athletes is is we've really asked them to take some ownership of running that event uh, they help with setup they help with running the event during the day they help with cleanup uh, they often come that night of the relay for life and it was um, you know a very sad time to not be able to to really have that last year Um, one of the other things that 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 we really do well at the middle school um, is is we have a a veterans day breakfast that we do and uh, the coaches in our building have really taken ownership of that as far as the setup uh, the actual cooking of the meal it's it's something that, that we've really taken ownership of and we don't go and you know, buy biscuits. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but we want to make that a special day um, to honor our veterans. And then we want the young people to see, uh, you know, how important the service that these people have given to our country. Uh, And then last year, uh, one of the things that we did that I felt was a really strong uh, connection in our community was we had a fall festival. Uh, It was a day that we brought um, the middle schoolers were allowed to come after school it was something as simple as we had some slides and some concessions and some things like that but we encouraged our elementary age students who had siblings there the parents were allowed to come and then um, we actually allowed the students with a parent to go to the football game that night so we were very intentional about the date of uh, just trying to connect all three of the schools in our community on that day, and I look forward to being able to do that again next year, I hope.
1: Well, and I'm, I'm going to speak to that uh, Relay for Life activity because that is a huge deal in your community at your school, and I was victim to that uh, my year at Union Grove Middle. I was in the dunk tank, and so it was a lot of fun, and it was for a good cause, and um, I had no idea how aggressive those students were um, to – Put me in that water, and the intent. I think a couple of them cheated, even.
0: Yeah, I feel your pain. I've been in <laughs> that water, and I've uh, I've felt the uh, the pie in the face numerous times in the last few years. So, uh, but it's a it's an event that we're really uh, passionate about, and it's really student led. Obviously, we have adults that are there, but the students are really taking ownership of it, and and that's one of the, the beauties of the event is what we're doing it for and that the, the children have really taken ownership of it.
1: Yeah, that's uh, remarkable, and, and and you mentioned that, and I know that Dr. Mulvane is going to speak to us about some things that Union Grove High School does to connect with their community, but giving student-athletes the opportunity to be a part of something like that that is bigger than them and to give back is really all what we're about with athletics. We we. Don't want to just watch the scoreboard. We want to develop fine humans that go out into their society and communities and produce good results well beyond athletics.
2: Yeah, thanks, Kelly. Um, and Steve, just to follow up with you, I know you and I talked about the Fall Festival a little bit this year, and unfortunately we weren't able to pull it off due to the, the circumstances we're, we're facing right now, but uh, we definitely, as the high school, uh, look forward to partnering with you uh, on that in the future. And Kelly, with regard to this specific question, um, how Union Grove connects with the community during more traditional times, it's a difficult question for me to, to fully answer because I haven't worked there during uh, more traditional and normal times yet, but I do know from speaking with you and speaking with others Uh, at Union Grove High School that uh, one of the best things about being at Union Grove is our connection with the community and is the sense of pride that the community has in our school. Um, Just a few examples I know that we've done. Um, Our Student Athlete Leadership Council does a wonderful job uh, with community outreach. Uh, One of the things that they do is go read uh, to our elementary students at our feeder schools um, I know that there's been some opportunities for our student athletes to go help with car riders unloading at the elementary schools on game day mornings, which I think is a, a great tr- tradition we'd like to continue. Uh, there's been examples of our, our teams adopting families at Christmas time, which I really enjoy. Um, you know, I, I look forward to that uh, picking back up at Union Grove when we're able to do so.
1: Well, and to add to that list, again, you know, putting Dr. Mulvane on the spot, because one, he is new this year, and many of these activities haven't even happened in the normal timetable, but two, many of the things have not been able to take place because of COVID restrictions this year, but the baseball team participates in the spring with the Sunshine League, which is a special needs baseball league that is an incredible experience for our baseball players to go out there and run the bases with the um, kids and uh, help them at bat and you know it's just so much fun and and so rewarding for those kids that are involved. Union Grove High School always hosts the track and field events for the county's uh, Special Olympics and the outpouring of volunteerism at that event is amazing and and those student athletes help From anything from the cheerleaders cheering them on as they get off the buses to cheering at the finish lines, handing out ribbons, being uh, buddies where they're actually running races and doing the events with them, which is always incredible to watch and be a part of. And uh, there's something through positive athletes ambassadors where athletes who have been chosen as positive athletes, there's a selection of that group that become ambassadors and they go into the elementary schools and promote good sportsmanship and how to be a good team player and teammate through some role-playing and a skit usually involved and playing with the kids and modeling that behavior. And so that's something that our athletes look forward to every year. And those are some of the student athlete leadership council and some of the ambassadors, and volunteerism for Special Olympics, but each team also participates in some type of community outreach, whether it's raising funds or collecting supplies or something for a group or entity in our community. So each coach uh, puts that at a premium, and it really does help to connect with the communities. And what we have found through that, any athlete you know, it's nice for them to bond as a team over those type activities, and it just enhances their participation in that event. And they get way more out of that experience than they're giving typically. And that's, you know, not by design. That's by default. So um, shout out to the Union Grove community for those things that they do. Um, Steve, you wanted to add something. I yeah, think.
0: and and I just want to piggyback on what Kelly's saying. Uh, this is from a parental perspective perspective uh, of having a son that was has been in the baseball program for, this will be his fifth year because he started as an eighth grader, um, the opportunity for him to go out with the Sunshine League and the opportunity uh, every Christmas to uh, partner with some needy families in our community, um, as a parent, that's meant more to me than, than anything he's ever done on the baseball field because that's helping my child understand that there's a bigger picture In the world, and so I'm very appreciative to the coaches at at the high school that they provide those opportunities to, to help mature him as a young man.
1: Well, and I can tell you that as a former athletic director of Union Grove High School, probably my most proud moment as an athletic director was not from being the Region Cup winners multiple years and not from being the Vicki Davis Cup winner for the county, but it was being voted by the state the most positive school in the state, and because of being uh, named the sportsmanship winner for the region, those type things do carry well beyond the scoreboard and past any value that trophies provide and championships provide, and so those are, are things that we need to instill in our young athletes so that they can build that culture and that expectation as they progress into adulthood. So you guys have talked about some pretty incredible things that your community, your schools do in your community that, you know, we have a pause button on this year, or they've had to be conducted in a very different way Um you know, using the word remotely or virtually or whatever, we've learned how to do a lot of things that way. So in this time where, you know, we talk about the wonderful things that require really uh, physical participation, what are some things that you guys are doing to connect with your communities in this space?
2: Great question. And and you're right, things are different right now, things are tough right now. But earlier this year, Kelly, you challenged us to focus on what we get to do rather than what we have to do. And that's something that's stuck with me ever since. And one of the things that we there are some things we can't do, but one of the things that we can do is utilize social media and newsletters to communicate. And 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 honestly, right now, uh, there's the ways that we can communicate with our community are limited. So we've got to take advantage of the things that we can. Um, When you were the uh, AD at Union Grove High School, you set a very high standard with your social media platforms, and I'm trying to live up to them. I'm trying to to do what you would do. You're doing
1: a great job, (laughs) by the way.
2: Appreciate that. And we do have a school newsletter that goes out every week with a dedicated section for athletics as well. Uh, We're trying to take advantage of the avenues that are available to us to keep our community in the loop.
1: Steve, talk to us a little bit about what you guys are doing at Union Grove Middle.
2: And for us, um,
0: we do, We also use social media. Our, our principal, uh, Mr. Sean Thompson, does a great job of pushing things out on Facebook. Uh, that's one of the ways that we do um, promote what's going on in our school. Uh, but we've used, uh, more than ever, we've used our home website because it's a universal place where parents will always have access. They can go on our website and on the athletics website and find information about tryouts, schedules, uh, how to uh, do something as simple as upload their physical. Um, all of those things um, are on there, and we've really been diligent about updating those. Um, and this is something that we started a couple of years ago is we use a group me for every team so that we can stay in constant communication with the parents who, who have children playing for us.
1: And one of the things I enjoyed as a coach about group me was the ability to upload pictures into that platform. And, you know, instead of, staying in the feed and, and trying to find those pictures, it has that gallery feature where you can just go over and look at all of the pictures that have been posted. And, you know, as a cheer coach, we posted a lot of videos from practices. And so that really kept the parents connected and they were able, and I I would send out communication to the parents and say, talk with your child tonight about what you saw at practice today. Um, Encourage them and, you know, uh, just, open that conversation and the parents really appreciated that connectivity with their child not just information in general but the ability to kind of get a glimpse into practice when you know they couldn't be there live and and certainly that is the case now and that was always the case in the in the past so Dr. Mulvane um, anything to add there with the the things I know you guys are utilizing your website as well.
2: Yeah, we, we are using our, our school website. There's a dedicated part for athletics where you can find athletic forms and, and some information about each of our teams. Uh, in addition to that, we've got a, a separate website, uh, uniongroveathletics.com, that's dedicated to our athletic program. And one of the things, Kelly, that I don't know if you and I have even spoken about, but we're working with the uh, provider from that website to provide live scoring, uh, beginning with our winter sports. Uh, they've sent us a, a little plug-in to our scoreboard that will allow anyone that's not able to attend but wants to keep track of our live scoring at our basketball games or our, uh, anything going on at the stadium this spring, they'll be able to visit UnionGroveAthletics.com and see the, the score and the time remaining left in the game. So we're excited to add that feature, too.
1: I love that. And, you know, now more than ever, and as we go into our winter sports where there will be limited capacities that, you know, may prevent some people from coming to watch a game that might otherwise have enjoyed coming, you know, it will keep them connected in that way. So um, I do like that. And, And the other feature of that site is if you sign up, as a follower of the site, if you will, you can get text messages or emails with score updates and things like that. So I'm still a subscriber to that service. So I often get the um, messages anytime anything is uploaded to that website, whether it be a score update, or an article, any kind of feature, it comes to right to my phone and to my email. So good stuff there.
2: And earlier this year, we did a a training with Brandon, the gentleman that kind of operates that website and is our our, uh, point of communication for the website. And he has uh, trained myself and our coaches uh, on a lot of new features to the website. So in addition to rosters, schedules, and results, uh, you'll see in the live scoring, you'll also see some additional stories and pictures posted from our coaches in their near future as well.
1: I love it. I love the, the use of technology that we have all grown accustomed to using, but I do think in this time of necessity that we will retain some of these habits and use them much, much better than we ever did before for connectivity. You know, I um, have a meeting that um, will be taking place on Friday with all the ADs, high school ADs in the district, and it's going to be using uh Technology to, to facilitate that so I've been instead of pulling you guys out off a game day situation where you're crammed for time being able to connect with you quickly and without you having to drive anywhere so definitely very useful in that so. Let's talk, um, you told me about, you know, the ways that you connect with your community in in terms of the student participation and, you know, uh, in other means that people can just go to because they're available, information that's available. But um, tell me some ways that, that you're letting the community know about, specifically about those good things that are going on in your school. How are you highlighting the good things that are going on in your school?
0: Well, um, again, that's... Um Using some of the same media that I just talked about, um, you know, using the group me to take pictures to, to push that out, uh, using Facebook and uh, pushing that out to our community again, using our school website has been so important. Um, and even, uh, and I know uh, Pete talked about this a little bit, but we include some communication in our uh, newsletters that go home to each middle school team, Uh, whether you know specifically to the seventh and eighth graders since they're the ones that are playing athletics so that's some of the ways that we've uh, pushed information out to our community um, and just to try to make sure that that message of what we're doing and we're still here and trying to make this happen is, is that message is getting out
1: okay and pete tell us some of those things that you are putting on those different media
2: Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I'm I'm most proud about and most excited about um, is our Wolverine of the Week. Um, We used to call it the Athlete of the Week. We changed the terminology to Wolverine of the Week very intentionally. Um, I felt like Athlete of the Week focused more on what's taking place on the field obviously that's a big part of the criteria but we wanted to bring leadership and character into the picture as well so we we renamed it wolverine of the week and each week a coach nominates someone sends a picture and we we blast it out on social media to let everybody know what's going on with our student athletes and it's it's been really exciting and successful so far Uh, another thing is, uh, we're obviously very proud of the academic tradition at Union Grove and we have a a competition at the high school, uh, between our athletic teams to see who's going to have the highest team GPA. And, you know, we were again, proud of the academic work our athletes do and wanted to put together a way to, uh. Have a little fun competing for it. Well,
1: and I know, you know, renaming that Wolverine of the Week kind of plays into your school being a PBIS school and everything that's done and put out is part of the Wolverine way. And so that does highlight the importance of leaning on character and integrity and pointing out those things as being impactful in the lives of young people. And certainly that's what we want our athletes to represent by all means. I also know and, and, you know, something that middle school athletics doesn't have, um, the state championships, but as a team prepares to go off, sometimes there are are send-offs that take place to let those athletes know that while the community may not be able to attend those events in full force, they certainly can send them off in a fashion that makes them feel special so I commend you guys both for the things that you're doing in those areas not only to give back to your community but then to pour into your athletes as well and your coaches to let them know that they're valued and that they're important in the work that they do with our young people, and I love the the academic piece. I know middle school doesn't have a traditional GPA challenge um, because of that, but I do know that you place a strong emphasis on academics in that you will um, sideline athletes if they're not making it in the classroom. So we appreciate that um, that athletics should enhance the academic experience, not take away from it.
0: Yeah, and we talk about that with them all the time, and we've, as we've kind of moved along since I've been there the last four years, we have some rubrics that we use uh, for tryouts for our teams that where we have to make cuts, which we don't necessarily enjoy that, but we can't take every kid on some teams, and their academic performance is part of that rubric. You know, there are eligibility requirements for middle school that are cut and dried, but part of the um, tryout criteria is behavior and grades Um, so that's that's a big piece of what we've pushed the last few years is that that's part of being able to represent our school means that you represent our school in every way not just on the field that you represent yourself in the hallway in the classroom and in the community
1: and that has to be instilled um, at an early age with athletes that they understand the the importance of putting those letters that represent their school on their on their body, that they are not just an individual, that they are representing their school and their family. They represent their community. And, you know, those high expectations yield high results. And so I commend both of you for stressing the importance of those. So we've talked about ways that you pour into your school environment athletics wise um, which enhances the academic performance of students the ways that you pour into your community now I'm going to ask the question of you and remember we're on a limited time schedule so I'm going to remind you of that as we go into this answer but at this time or at all ever how can your community support you how can your community support pour into your schools
2: well, I'm I'm glad you asked, and <laughs> like like we spoke about earlier, um, things are challenging right now. And one of the one of the biggest challenges we face in connecting with our community is uh, obviously in the interest of safety, we have limited crowd sizes at our athletic events. And you know, looking forward, that's uh, in the near future probably not going to get better as we transition to winter and sports are indoors. And one of the things that I, I really would like to to offer is I'd like to offer our community, anyone that wants to see the basketball games or or any athletic events, uh, the opportunity to see them. And I know with limited capacity, that's going to be tough. So something that I've been working on and bothering Kelly about since... uh, probably June, is to come up with an effective strategy to uh, stream our games online for uh, people who may not be able to attend or out-of-town relatives. And so if there's anyone out there listening that's interested in donating their time, their expertise, or a few dollars to help us put together a a streaming platform for our out-of-town fans or our fans that cannot attend, we would love to work with you and partner with you and put something in place. And, and for
0: us, I mean, I'll, I'll piggyback on that a little bit and, and kind of go back in time a little bit, too. Um, one of the beauties of being at Union Grove is we do have a community that really supports um, our school. Um, in general, the parents are very supportive, and the and the, the people around us are very supportive. Uh, just as an example, uh, Glen Haven Baptist, Baptist Church comes in and serves our faculty breakfast once a month. Um You know, the appreciation that that we feel from the community, we definitely feel it. Uh, And we hope that we um, do a good job of of really recognizing those people. But as we've moved into this kind of odd time of limited capacities and and rules and procedures and all these things, the hoops that we're having to jump through, um, the biggest thing from our community as we move into winter sports is just some understanding that – it's different, and it's difficult for all of us. The last thing that we want to do is to turn a parent away at the gate and say you can't come in because we have too many people in the gym. Um, there will be procedures put in place at the middle school on how we'll get those parents uh, into the games and you know, just be understanding with us that this is new to us. As new as it is to them, it's just as new to us, and just – having a general um, area of grace for us as we kind of work through this is what we're kind of asking for.
1: And I think grace is certainly the word of the year. And in many, many cases uh, GHSA has extended grace in in certain areas for uniform restrictions that usually take place and penalties and they've um, extended deadlines and, and many, many things to help accommodate, what we're trying to do and keeping athletes on the field. And, you know, I, I do echo that in in the community. And, and just, you know, ask that our parents are um, understanding that, you know, typically you may have entered into a basketball uh, game and watched the entire night. But if at all possible, if you could watch your child's team play and then exit the gym or not come early, you know, come only when it's that appointed time for, for your child to play. That would help to alleviate our crowds and make sure that we're getting those folks in to be able to see their, their kids play because that's what's most important is having that parental support. And, and I do echo that as a former AD at Union Grove High School, I know how supportive the community is and not just financially, but, you know, working concession stands and volunteering with this and that. And there have been some restrictions on that this year. You know, we're where we did not begin the season with concessions. We didn't begin the season with those parent volunteers and, you know, they felt that void in their lives. I, I had many parents say, we just want to help, you know, what can we do? And some of the ways that the community at large can certainly help with any school in the district is, you know, kind of like the the services or the businesses or the individuals that adopt teachers at the beginning of the year in their classrooms, you can certainly adopt a team, you can, you know, any. Any contribution, whatever you can make, is going to help because we are working at 33% capacity for football games, and we're working at around 25% for our basketball games. wrestling any of our indoor events Uh, spectators are not allowed and that's per the facility guidelines for our swim meets so we are working with a lot of restrictions and so our community reaching out in in those ways financially certainly would um, provide that that level of support that would continue to keep our programs going this year so uh, besides all the support uh, that we've received already and the potential that, that we can have moving forward. You know, I speak to our ADs uh, quite frequently about their brand and, you know, what, what does it mean to be a Union Grove Middle Wolverine? What does it mean to be a Union Grove High Wolverine? And so, um, guys, I'd like for you to speak to us a little bit about uh, what you're most proud of when it comes to the Union Grove name in your community um, and what your relationship is with your community.
2: You know, Kelly, a lot of this has been mentioned in the course of our discussion today already. But uh, to me, the best thing about being a Union Grove Wolverine is our community, is the support that we receive from you know not not just our parents but community businesses as well. Uh, it, it it's great to be in a school with such a, a culture of pride and so many people that care about us and want to support us. To me, that along with uh, the tradition of just being elite in the classroom and on the athletic field, uh, it just it all adds up to make Union Grove a great place to be.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with Pete. I mean, he, he kind of summed it up perfectly that, you know, it, it's a blessing to work and live in a community that has those high expectations uh, for their athletes and for the academics. Uh, you know, when we moved to Henry County numerous years ago, we were very intentional about moving into the Union Grove district. And that's what you hear in, in this in this county is, you know, Union Grove is a little different. The expectations and the community support have been there, and and that's really what makes it a pleasure and a privilege to work in that setting.
1: And I, I'm going to echo that, and, and because this is a connectivity episode, you know, it is the expectations of both of the, all of the schools in that Union Grove cluster, but that is echoed in the expectations by parents of their children. And, you know, with that partnership at home, that makes for the formula that creates the success that both of your schools have endured over time and those traditions um, of not just winning um, for the sake of winning, but winning in other ways in the classroom, in the community involvement, uh, the level of extension of that from the classroom, athletic fields, uh, you know, and beyond when kids go on to college and and kids playing at the next level and benefiting their community in other ways. So um, certainly partners up with the parents and, and the community support couldn't do it without the total program. Um, the coaches need to know that they're backed, you ADs need to know that your administration backs you and you both have very supportive administrations and it all fits together to to make this thing work that we, we do even in a year like this year where we have so many, one of you mentioned hoops to jump through and um, obstacles. But What do we say? We're looking at opportunities versus obstacles. So, we we want to focus on the positives, like Pete said earlier, alluded to. Um, I have said, let's look at every day spent with athletes is a great day. And, you know, let's focus on what we get to do, not what we have to do. And if we look at it with that mindset, then we certainly produce greater results. So, I want to thank you both for being here, Pete and Steve. You're great representatives for your school. You're doing wonderful things in your schools and your communities, and we're very thankful to have you in Henry County Schools Athletics. Thank Thank you you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.
0: For more episodes of Beyond the Scoreboard and daily updates about athletics in Henry County Schools, follow us on Twitter at AthleticsHenry.